Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Nintendo Gems podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jake, and I am the other half, Braden. How's it going, friends? Today we are we are joined far across the state of Tennessee digitally through Discord. It's amazing. This is the first time we've tried this. Uh, Jake, you've used it before, but wow, do we sound good or what? <laughs> probably, probably not as good as we would have if uh, we were sitting across from each other using our high quality mics, but uh, yeah. b- bear with us a little bit. We're, we're doing the best that we can. Absolutely. And and yeah, we're just glad to be back here to talk some Nintendo with you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, Brayden, how, how have you been? We haven't talked in a quite some time. I know, man. We missed you last week. Uh, I've been pretty good. Last week, we touched on some Final Fantasy and some... Uh, I had my brother Connor on, and so right. we, had, we had a good time, but we missed you very much, and it's good good to hear your voice again. Uh, what about you? What's new with you? Oh, uh, you know, super busy. Everything is in full swing. There's there's been uh, There's been some good games to play recently, and uh, there's lots of great games coming out soon, so... For sure, and a lot of Nintendo movement, like Happy Mario 35th Anniversary. Right. Last time we talked, the 35th anniversary collection was only a rumor. Uh, right. And now we have it in our hands. Right. Well, we have a whole lineup of products and obviously the the title game of this Nintendo's episode and just the big topic in the Nintendo sphere has been Super Mario 3D All-Stars. But I'm I mean, the Game & Watch. Are you excited about that? And that Mario Kart like toy huh. toy line? Weird no. stuff. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't care at all, but, yeah. you know, if I had kids or if I was a kid, I'm sure I would love that yeah. Mario Kart thingy. Um, I don't know who really cares about the Game & Watch thing, except for, like, hardcore collectors. Man, I've always wanted a Game & Watch so bad. I think I might be that sucker that's gonna really? buy it. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'll have to let me know how it is. Well, it's gonna be dumb, but I've always wanted, like, one of the really old retro ones. So this this might suffice for for now. Oh, yeah. Um. Spoiler alert. Our the main topic at the end is going to be 3D All Stars. But uh, are you going to do the uh, the mission thing online to try and get those pens? Yes, absolutely. I have already uh, done two of the missions. My brother and I are sharing our physical copy of 3D All Stars. So I need to get his consent before I register the game in my name mm. under my Nintendo account. You know, because you can only register it under right. one nintendo account but um other than that yes i'm 100 percent planning on registering to it is a sweepstakes right not you're not guaranteed the no i'm pretty sure you get those pens if you do five of them yeah shoot i am i'm on track i i have got four of them done um and i'm just waiting for my my registration to go through because it said it might take 48 hours so yeah i'm I'm excited when i saw that they were having like physical rewards kind of come back to my nintendo that got yeah got me really excited and those are good looking pins. Yeah, and and back in the day, Club Nintendo, all those like weird physical rewards. Ah, uh, that mm-hmm. was it. Glad to see the return of that for sure. But I, I guess before we talk any more about Mario's thirty fifth and the three D collection, let's get into uh, what else we've been playing in the past few weeks. So, Braden, what have you been playing? Okay, so this one is a bit of a disappointment. Um, I thought this was going to be a feature game for one of our episodes. About a month ago, I found this game used at a GameStop. Um, I, had, I, w- I was so excited. And man, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth is a mediocre as heck game, dude. Let me tell you. <laughs> have you heard anything about this game? Oh, yeah. I played it right when it came out on the PlayStation Vita, actually. Did you really? Did I you did. play Hacker's Memory? I did not. I only played the first one. Okay. 
Well, this uh, this Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth is actually the complete collection, so it includes Hacker's Memory. Oh. Um, yeah, Hacker's Memory came out after Cyber Sleuth, but I believe it could be a prequel. I might be wrong. So I started with Cyber Sleuth, regardless. And man, I'm almost done with it, actually. I've powered through, you know, I've put up with this visual novel of a monster training game, but I have not enjoyed it for the most part. Not a visual novel guy? Not Well, I definitely didn't think that's what I was signing up for. Oh yeah, for sure. That's That's exactly what this game is. Yeah, with like a mini game of monster training well that's just what digimon has kind of become just because it's ultra japanese now right well and man that's part of what the struggle is for me is just i find the translation to be really lacking and very muddled and vague they don't give clear directions or objectives i mean obviously like all the areas are Japanese names, which if you speak Japanese or you're very familiar with Japanese culture, perhaps that's, uh, you know, not a problem. But Shinjuku, Shibuya, and Akihabara, and uh, you, all these names of places just start to blend together. I don't know. Bro, that, that's, all, that's all basic Tokyo, my guy. But man, like, I'm, you, you, you lose me quick. I was just, <laughs> not, I was not expecting it. I was... Stop me if I'm if I'm rambling, but the story was super slow to start off as well. I thought I was going to be cracking like crazy internet breaking cyber sleuth. And you know, <laughs> I've gotten there, but I started off like, oh no, the the AC was bugging out, and so I had to go inside the AC and kill the Digimon that was making it too cold. Like that was yeah. so dumb and took me two hours to do. Oh that was yeah. dumb. Welcome to JRPGs, my guy. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I mean, that's like the constant struggle with Persona games. You hear me talk about Persona way too much. Absolutely. Persona uh, always starts super slow. Like it takes like three hours before you ever like get into anything. Uh huh. So uh, maybe that's just a JRPG thing. Well, and you know, it sure sounds like it. I'm a I am a pretty big Digimon fan. Like. Again, I haven't seen the recent anime, so maybe I'm an old-school Digimon fan, but I have the virtual pets. I like Digimon Adventures. I am actually a fan of the Digimon the movie. I think it's a quality... Well, the first, like, two-thirds are, like, quality action anime. Do you like the English dub? I have never seen the Japanese dub, oh, so bro, I guess... the English I'm, dub is you know, wild. The English dub just is, like... They just, like, completely changed everything, and there's all that, well, like... Like, but that's the early 2000s third. American, like pop music in it yeah oh, like isn't is there true. smash mouth in that movie i think so uh, hell yeah dude all the characters dude that's <laughs> that's solid americana right there nothing's but, more um, american than smash mouth Change hell no but yeah so i like digimon and i'm very much looking forward to digimon survive that kind of tactical rpg digimon game that's coming out for the switch oh, hell yeah um that sounds really cool and i'm super excited but just this game did not sweep me off my feet uh I played Digimon Dusk for the DS uh, back right, in the day. Right, I remember that They game. released Digimon Dusk and Dawn. Um, and yeah. I played one of those versions. And that was a better Digimon game than Cyber Sleuth is. It used the same kind of scan the Digimon to acquire them and bring them into your party system, which I think is cool. It's unlike, you know, Yokai or Pokemon. You don't catch the creatures. You, like, scan them digitally. And once you've encountered them enough times, you can 
download them into your own party. And I think that's really cool. But just there's not enough of it. When it comes to the battles, I have not made decisions for my Digimon, except for about five battles, perhaps. There's an auto battle option. I just press the plus to turn that on at the start of every single battle, and they just wipe the floor with the Digimon. Like, the battling is irrelevant. It shouldn't be there. It's just a visual novel game, and that's okay, but I'm disappointed, to say the least. Not, not what you were looking for. No, I wanted hardcore Digimon badass fights. And it's it's pretty watered down, but well, I feel like alas. you will enjoy survive much more when it comes out. I hope so. It's supposed to be really dark, I believe, and just gritty. And and I always I good, love a good grid tactical RPG. So oh yeah, yeah dude, it it, it definitely it. looks good. So interesting. Yeah, but, you know when you were talking about Cyber Sleuth and getting that, I guess I should have expected that this would have been your your reaction. Yeah, I I was just expecting a much more monster training capturing game, um, which it's not. So no worries. But uh, I've spent way too much time in that game for a game that I don't like. Uh, so let's talk about uh, what you've been playing. Yeah. So um, actually, you know, I have a I have a few, but I'll touch on I'll touch on two because okay. one of them I don't even feel like talking about. Um, so I guess first, uh, I played, I put some time into the switch port of jump force. Oh, cool. Yeah. So jump force uh, is a game that caught my attention, like hardcore when it was announced, because, um, I am obviously a huge fan of anime and manga and typically, uh, I really like shonen series and, uh, in the shonen genre, uh, I usually like all the shonen jump series. Mm -hmm. So Hearing that this there was a a 3D arena fighting game based on the cast and characters of Shonen Jump, uh, I was I was collectively so all yeah. Super Smash Bros style exactly. And there has been another one of these. I mean, there's been a few games like this um, in the past. There was one at like the very beginning of the PS4's life cycle um, called J Stars, um, mm-hmm. and it was terrible. So Dude. I uh, I don't know my I had mixed expectations, but mm-hmm. the point is. Uh, I, I had high hopes. Um, it came out back in uh, 2018, I believe. 2018, early 19, early mm-hmm. 2019, actually, I think. And to very middling reception, you know, right. anywhere from fours to sixes, maybe a seven. Yikes. Um, and it just looked really janky. So I said, okay, well, it looks fun for fan service and fun to mess around it, but I'll wait till it's cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I waited all these years, and I guess it's never been cheap enough. <laughs> I never got to dip my toes in until the Switch port, which you're probably thinking, Jake, why, why would you dip your toes in now? That's like $60. Uh, well, I got a review code. So. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I did not have to spend any money on it. Very um, nice. But I was like, all right, this is the perfect opportunity to try it. Um, the Switch edition comes with all the DLC that's already been released. And I was so graciously given a code for the second uh, batch of DLC that is still releasing. Yeah. Well, I was like, awesome. I, I can have like the full experience and man, it is just as bad slash mediocre as, uh, as I had heard. <laughs> oh no, that's a shame. What, what's yeah. bad about it? Well, the character models just look really off. They, they, they go for this, uh, like realistic art style. Cause it's supposed to be like the characters from the jump universe are put into the real world or whatever. And oh, so they weird. go for this like weird, realistic art style, which would work if they spent more time on the character models, but they clearly mm-hmm. didn't because all the character models have this, like they have one expression on their face <laughs> at all times and they like never blink. 
mm-hmm. change, you know, the way they look. So it's all, it just looks very strange and off. Um, right. At, at least during cutscenes and stuff. Um, during battles are, I mean, it's a very simple battle system, very button mashy, very, I don't know, simple. Mm-hmm. But it's fun, especially if you're a, a fan of the, the properties because it's, you know, full of fan service and you get to see all these big flashy attacks and you can have characters from, you know, Saint Seiya fight characters from Black Clover, which is something, I don't know, I don't think I ever would have seen. So, <laughs> you know, it's a fun, it's a fun little fan service game, but it yeah. is definitely not good. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I didn't really put much time into it because I was thinking if I ever did get it, I was probably going to get it on PlayStation because I feel like it would be a pretty easy, grindy platinum. Right. But, uh, there you go. It is on the Switch, so there is no platinum. So I got as far as I needed to to do the review and haven't really touched it since. Shoot. Are there any cool characters that, like, you know, you didn't expect to see? I guess you probably knew of them all at this point. I knew. I knew of them all, so not really. I mean, the DLC characters were fun. Um, Todoroki from My Hero Academia was in there, and I didn't know that he was a a character, so I got to mess around as as him. uh, Yeah, I've got the second character pass. There's just from trying to I've find seen, some redeeming qualities, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got the second character pass, and from what I've seen, I don't know if any characters will interest me. I think there's supposed to be a new JoJo's character, though, coming out sometime, uh-huh. so maybe when he's released, I'll hop back in and mess around with it, but for now, I think I think I will leave Jump Force where it is. Alright, fair enough. And then also, I have been putting a lot of time into Spiritfarer. Okay. Do you, do you know of Spiritfarer? I don't know, I don't think so. You'd probably recognize it um, if you saw it. It was uh, it was in a few directs. I don't know if it was in Nindy directs or just normal directs, but it is a uh, a cartoony kind of side scrolling game. Not really side scrolling, but it's two D. Mm-hmm. And you play as what's her name Stella, I believe, and she is a newly deceased girl, and she is given the task of becoming the new the new fairy person to the dead. So you know oh. how. Yeah, you see, you know, when people died across they like would, the river sticks. Right, yeah. They would put the coins on their eyes for the for like Sharon or whatever his name yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. So you start and he's like, Well, I'm old and I'm retiring, so now you're gonna be the spirit fair. Okay, cool. And you get a boat and the boat is like really run down and stuff. And basically the river sticks or whatever isn't a river, it's like an ocean with a oh. bunch of islands on it. Cool. And so you go around it's 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 like a management simulation kind of game. Uh-huh. Where you go around and you go from island to island and you get resources and you you build up your ship and you will find wandering spirits that all have their own deep stories and personalities. A bunch of them yeah. are from Stella's own life. Like she ends up meeting them and it's like, oh, it's her best friend. Uh oh, it's her uncle, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's uh, it's her old teacher. And so they all some of them have connections to Stella and some of them don't, but regardless, they all have things that are holding them back from moving on to the afterlife, like the true, right. you know, heaven or hell or whatever. So have you, I think, I think this is a universe where everybody goes to heaven, but <laughs> you basically have to like sail around with them and you keep them happy. You go up and you can talk to them. Uh, they all have specific like foods that they like or dislike. And so by, yeah. by fishing and by finding fruits in the wild and by planting your own crops on your ship, you can make all these different foods and then mm-hmm. like they have their likes and dislikes. You have to hug them uh, <laughs> to make sure that they aren't feeling neglected mm-hmm. and just talk to them. They have all these different requests. And so basically, yeah, you go through this world and 
try to try and upgrade not only your ship but also yourself and try and bring these these spirits into the afterlife and it is very sweet it's addicting in my opinion because i really enjoy the the grind of going from place to place and crafting and upgrading and so right. on and so forth and then it's also very emotional because a lot of these characters have deep things holding them back from their past they've gone through abuse or terrible mm-hmm. breakups or you know what have you and so you hear these people's stories and then you get attached to the the spirits and the spirits also when they join your ship they are they take like an animal like form so like kind of like an anthropomorphic animal so like yeah the first one is like a deer and then there's there's one that's like a big toad there's one that's a snake mm-hmm. and i think i've got like a hedgehog and a lion on my ship right now as well, well and you yeah, said this so, is like cartoon yeah yeah you know, it's like it's like 2D. stylized right yeah it's it's very cute it's got it's got a very good art style it kind of reminds me of like a saturday morning cartoon or something like that uh-huh and yeah, so it's like you grow attached to these characters and then you have to say goodbye to them. You have to take them at a certain point to the uh, the gate to the afterlife and uh-huh. you hug and, and, and off they go. And they reward you with uh, a spirit flower, which is which can be used to get even, you know, bigger upgrades and such. So, right. Yeah, it's a good experience. I think it takes it takes about 30 hours to get through the whole thing. Wow. Um, it's 30 bucks. Um, and I'd say it's worth it, especially if you're into like the management sim type games. Yeah, I can't tell how big of an experience this is and like how straightforward is the storyline or is there one, you know? I mean, the storyline is, you know, getting just all the, the storyline is the spirits, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, mostly, you know, their And is there an end game? Through. You know, that's that's a good question. I don't think that there is. Uh huh. Um, it's kind of just keep playing, and perhaps I mean, some randomly generated spirits or something. Maybe I haven't really delved into any end game stuff because mm-hmm. I did what I did, and I said, "Okay, that's, <laughs> that's good enough for me." Especially because yeah. you know, I have so much stuff that I'm always Bouncing always playing. Between. So yeah, I, I I don't I don't have time to to dwell too much on any one game, sadly. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, uh, it's a really charming experience. It's really good. Uh, I'd say, especially if you're into the like kind of resource management upgrading stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I highly recommend Spirit Fair. Cool. I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. I and of course, if you want slightly more detailed and refined thoughts of those games, you can head to uh, noisypixel.net and find my reviews for both of them. All so, yeah. right. Well, shall we get into the meat of this episode? The let yeah, let's get into it. So yeah, we're we're talking about we're kind of using this as a cop out because these are all three gems, one of which we've already talked about. Uh, that being right. Super Mario Sunshine. But um, just a few days ago, as of recording, the Super Mario 3D All Stars Collection was released, which contains Super Mario 64, Super Mario mm-hmm. Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy along with some other goodies and such. But right. did you you said you got the physical edition? That's right, I did. I waited outside of Target at 8 a.m. to make sure I got my physical copy. Um, and I also got a sick magnet set from oh, Target. Nice. Like, uh, yeah, it, each game came with like a sheet of magnets with eight or nine, I believe, magnets per game. Yeah, oh, it, it was what? A, it was a, yeah, it was a really nice Yo. set. Ah. Uh. God. And it wasn't even a pre-order set. It was just a limited, you know, supply oh, man. thing. Did you did it look like they didn't have very many copies at Target? 
You know, they sold out of pre-orders, and so I felt compelled to show up early enough just to make... I don't know, man. The scalpers were crazy. They're all like, yeah. oh, this game's going to be worth $200 in a month. But that's stupid. I don't... They're going to be pumping out copies of this game until March or whenever they said it'll stop production. Yeah. I And I've also seen pictures from, like, Walmart and stuff where they just have, like, like 300 copies and stuff right. like behind... You know, so I doubt this will be a very rare game. I also was like, man, limited edition. I've got to get the physical. So I bought mine off Amazon. There you um, go. And so I've also got a physical edition. Slightly damaged in, in shipping, which no. upset me. I know just the, uh, the, the cover art is a little bit smushed. Uh-huh. Y- you know, I'm sure you, you can picture it in your, in your I head. I can, yeah. So, but, oh, well, I, I didn't have to drive anywhere. And <laughs> it was only $50 because I guess Walmart is selling it for $49.99. That's, yes. And so Amazon refunded all of us that bought it on Amazon 10 bucks. So, Damn. Yeah. Just of their own volition? You didn't even have to request that? No. Yeah, they refunded everybody. Wow, that's crazy. I don't know. So, but yeah. Uh, so I also have the physical edition. And uh, so uh, what do you, how do you feel about it so far? I don't know. So I think it's funny that Kind of like you said, the last time that we recorded an episode, this game was still a rumor, you know, uh, a rumor that many people bought into, but, you know, we still weren't sure. And now that it's out, everyone's so upset that they charge $60 for these three games in a compilation, like they weren't asking for it and excited for it all year. And <laughs> I'm, I'm super happy with it uh, in that I truly believe it's a kind of collector's item of sorts. It's part of the 35th anniversary collection line. Um, you know, I don't expect people who are looking for the next shiny Mario game to go out and get this. I expect maybe the 30-year-olds to go out and be like, man, <laughs> I haven't played 64 in 20 years. I should, you know, this sounds fun to pick up again. Um, and I expect the nerds like us to get it. So yeah. you, for what it is, I think it's a great collection. And I was happy to shell out $60 for it. But I do understand why people would not be totally down to spend that kind of money for, for three old games. I think that it is a perfect price, honestly. $20 for each of these games is, is a steal, in sure. my opinion. Um, it, you know, especially, I mean, if you're going to buy any of these games legally, Mario Galaxy is pretty common. I think mm-hmm. $20 is what you're going to pay for that in general, at least right now. Mario 64 is available on pretty much every other virtual console. So, but if you can get mm-hmm. that, it's, I think it still probably would sell for 20 bucks. Um, and if you're going for the six, for the actual Nintendo 64 cartridge that, you know, you're getting close to 40, 50, $60. Right. And before this, the only other legal way to play Mario Sunshine was on a GameCube. And mm-hmm. uh, Mario Sunshine is like $120 right now. So, <laughs> Like, I understand everybody, everybody in the world except for me, I guess, just emulates games all the time. Um, yeah. So people are like, oh, I could just emulate it. But uh, I think $20 for each of these games to have in high resolution on the Switch. So not only can you play it on the big screen at home, but you can take them anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a steal, honestly. Personally, I agree. And I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because, uh, yeah, I was very much looking forward to it. And I love all three games included. Have you been playing the, the collection much yet? Yes. Yeah, so I probably put, I put at least probably two hours into 64, probably about three hours into Galaxy and about an hour into Sunshine. Okay. Because I am reviewing 
the collection for Noisy Pixel. And of course, we did mm -hmm. not get an early copy because Nintendo doesn't trust <laughs> us, understandably, yeah. I guess. Sure. Um, but so I'm just, you know, I'm not going to beat all three of these games to review it. I'm just seeing how it is. You know, I've played all these. Yeah, games, how they feel. At least, yeah, I've played at least 64 and Galaxy to completion in the past because mm -hmm. if you've listened to my Sunshine or our Sunshine episode, you know how I feel about Sunshine. Yes. Go back and listen, friends, if you have not. Yeah, I like it. You know, I'm having a fun. I don't having know. a fun? Yeah, I'm having a fun. Good. Good um, to hear. <laughs> it's it's a it's a good collection. It's it's the games and not much else. Mm -hmm. uh, I right. would have liked to see them do maybe a little bit more. Yeah, because you know you've got the three games and then you have the three soundtracks for each of the games or yeah. the soundtrack for each of the games, which is nice and all. But um, you know, I, how much am I actually going to use that? Right, and they do the the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate thing where you can like turn off your console and still listen to. The soundtracks, you know, which is cool if you want an MP3 player the size of a Switch in your back <laughs> pocket as you listen to yeah. this music. But, um, you, know, you know, it's, it's nice. I, I kind of agree. I think just for such a landmark anniversary collection game, you know, a few extras would have been cool. Uh, no. You know, just, just a, some art, you know what I mean? Digital right. art collections yeah. or... Uh, behind the scenes, you know, anything exactly. like that would have been neat. Like promotional trailers. Can you? I love that kind of stuff. Oh, like if they yeah. would have had like a movie theater thing where it was like, here's all the like commercials from like around the world. Oh my gosh! I bet those sixty Mario sixty four commercials would be ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. So you know, they could have done more, but I'm fine with what we've got. And uh, as far as how all the games look and play, I think they all look and play fantastic. Um on the big screen and yes. on the little screen. So I have not actually booted up galaxy yet. Um, what? I'm, I know. Well, so hear me out. I'm about 50 stars through it. 64. Oh, okay. um, I'm, I'm trying to go in order of sorts to really right. just soak it all up. All the evolution of Mario, you know? Right. So I'm pretty deep into 64 about done. I've about a dozen stars in sunshine. Um, and to be honest, I've played Sunshine the most out of the three. So, so once I beat 64, I may bounce right over to Galaxy. But regardless, both Sunshine and 64 feel great. The, the Joy-Con controls translate fairly well. And Mario is responsive to the degree that I expect him to be, you know, for... <laughs> The, you know, the 64 gets a little clunky from time to time, just yeah. by nature of the console. But the games play as well as I could ask for and, and look great for not being a remaster. I think, I think uh, all the controls, I mean, obviously I had no doubt for 64 and Sunshine's controls, but I was like, Mario Galaxy relied pretty heavily on the Wii. You oh, know, the, man, yeah. And so I was like, how is how is that going to work? Because mm -hmm. the Joy Cons are kind of like Wiimotes, but there's no nunchuck or anything. And right. Besides I, that, I'm I was like I'm going to play this with a pro controller. Like I never use my Joy Cons <laughs> unless I'm literally touching my Switch. You know, like I'm holding right, my, right, in, in, in handheld mode. I mean, so I was like, how is this going to work? Um, and how man, to it's it's fantastic. It's great. Nice. Um, the Pro Controller has like gyroscopic controls or however you say that mm -hmm. built in. I, I kind of forgot about that, but it, the way it works is it just it tracks 
how you're holding your your pro controller and it puts a cursor on the screen and you can wow. press you can press r uh at any time to like recenter it uh-huh and it works perfectly um it works just like pointing a Wiimote at it that's and pretty cool yeah dude i i love it it's i mean galaxy has long been my favorite 3d mario so honestly right. when i bought this i was like so excited to revisit galaxy and I think it's a fantastic port and I'm having a blast going through it again. Good. So what do you think about Galaxy 2 being cut off though? I, I, mean, I understand going for the trilogy, but they, there is a sequel to Mario Galaxy that they seem to just kind of shove to the side. Yeah, it's, uh, it's disappointing, but I understand it. I honestly, I did not expect them to have Mario Galaxy 2 in there. I know Nintendo. You know right. Nintendo by now. It's uh, that does not seem like a very Nintendo move. It definitely doesn't, but just it does concern me. When's the next time we're going to see Galaxy 2? What is it going to be released with? It might you know, or... be in the 45th anniversary <laughs> or maybe maybe it's just stuck on the Wii forever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But obviously not ideal, but it's understandable and mm-hmm. I I I'm not going to not going to cry too much over it. I'm not a huge galaxy 2 stan or anything sure so i think i think they're generally good ports of all the games mm-hmm. um could they have done a bit more sure but i'm happy to have them on the switch and let me tell you man come february the switch is going to be the quintessential 3d mario system oh what do you mean come february when 3d world uh comes oh, out. oh well duh is it that soon i kind of thought yeah it was february long. No, February, I believe. Very good. Okay. So, yeah, because once that comes out, we're, we'll have 64, Sunshine, Galaxy, 3D, uh, 3D World, and Mario Odyssey all on right. the same console. Heck yeah. So this compilation idea kind of gets my brain juices flowing. Do you think Nintendo likes this model that they are going after of, you know, kind of compiling a couple games in a series and then releasing it as a as a collection i guess my question is do do you think that we could see other similar collections coming out for other series such as the legend of zelda 3d all-stars collection you know not necessarily even all-stars take that word out you know what what do you think the future could be with that is there one so honestly um i mean it depends on what they do after this march Mm -hmm. um because yeah, the, the weird limited edition nature of this release, it makes me wonder, um, are they planning to add... Well, the, the rumor that I hear that I guess I would believe the most is that come March or around sometime next year, they're going to add Nintendo 64 games to the, uh, uh, to the... virtual console, mm-hmm. and they're going to put Mario 64 on there, and so they don't want to have the 3D collection up where they're charging you for 64. I and see. they would just have it for free, you know, and that's just a rumor, but mm-hmm. I could buy that. So we'll have to see about that. But honestly, I'm not sure if they will. Um, I'm sure they will. I'm sure there'll be more anniversary collections. I don't know about on the switch because, you know, on the, the, Wii, we saw a Mario collection, which wasn't fantastic in right. my opinion, because it was basically just a uh, Super Mario all-stars, Super Mario all-stars. Yeah. On the SNES, but you know, had a little bit more, extras and stuff and then mm-hmm. we also saw a kirby anniversary collection oh that's right yeah uh, which was actually pretty good in my opinion 
but those were back in the, in the Wii days and we haven't seen anything else. Um, I'm not sure if they would ever do it for like Zelda or Metroid. Well, Mostly man, just, go ahead. You're, you are a proud owner of that Zelda collection for the GameCube, aren't you? I just, my brain Which goes one? back to, so there's a couple, there's the Ocarina of Time disc that comes with the Master Quest. And then there's yeah. also the disc that has the first Zelda game, Zelda 2, Ocarina of Time, and yeah. Majora's Mask on it. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I actually don't blowing. Own, I don't own any Zelda games on Oh, Game wow. Game, actually. Okay. Yeah. Not, not out of choice. Sacrilege. Just because I am poor and they're expensive. <laughs> yeah, no, no shame. But just that... I've, I've owned that Zelda... The four-game collection for the GameCube since it came out as like a pre-order bonus. <laughs> you know, right. old, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just... I can't see Nintendo doing anything like that again. Just yeah. Big games. Um, That's the thing is, I mean, these are, these are big games as well, but Zelda games are big to a different degree, mm-hmm. you know? And that's what I was going to say. If they're going to re-release games like that, what they're going to end up doing is they're just going to quote unquote HDify them. And they're going to do what they did with twilight princess on, sure. Wii, or on the Wii U. I mean, Wii U. Uh-huh, yeah. and be like, Oh, we upscaled at $60, please. <laughs> Uh, same yeah. with Wind Waker, you know? Sure. I think that's what they're going to do for those games. I think I think we're probably going to get a Metroid Prime trilogy at some point, probably closer to Metroid Prime 4's release. Right. But, so, you know, that's something. But I don't know if we're going to get anything else to this, to the level of the uh, 3D All-Stars collection right. uh, anytime soon. I would, I would hope they'd see some success with it and you'd drop us a few more, but whatever. You know, I'm just a hungry Nintendo fan. <laughs> Of course, and I'm sure this game's got to be selling super well, but I also think this game might only be selling super well because, I mean, after this, what really is there this holiday, you know? Dude. Like, hardly nothing. Well, actually, that Hyrule Warriors Legends, that looks so sick, dude. Yeah, like, uh, if, you're into, if you're into Warriors games, which I am, I'm a huge uh-huh. fan of Musou games, but, so I, and I loved Hyrule Warriors 1, um, so I'm definitely going to play it, mm-hmm. but... I feel like those games are definitely an acquired taste. Sure. Um, and yeah. there are probably going to be people that get that this this Christmas, this holiday season at least, and are expecting a Breath of the Wild prequel and are going to find a, <laughs> a Musou game and are going to be like, what the heck is this? Um, and then, yeah. you know, Nintendo's doing what they do and re-releasing Pikmin 3, except adding probably an hour or less than an hour of gameplay yeah. uh, and charging $60 and I'm going to buy it day one. Heck yeah, man. I hate myself and I love Pikmin. <laughs> Other than those two, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, we've got the second part of the Sword and Shield DLC. My wife is so happy that those are the only two games that we have on my calendar for the next, oh. till the end of the year. When 3D All-Stars snuck up on us, you know, and they're like, it comes out in two weeks. I was like, honey, please. <laughs> <laughs> one more oh, on the man. calendar but but now it's just pikmin and zelda like you said yeah so uh i don't know i feel like it's too late at this point for them to announce really anything else i mean i guess i say that and you know two and a half weeks ago we didn't even know the 3d all-stars collection existed right so maybe it maybe it isn't too late but i feel like we're not gonna be getting much else and maybe that's smart of them because i think they're just kind of gonna they're gonna let playstation and xbox fight it out sure um, with the next gen stuff so Dude, that's who a knows? Huh, yeah, I uh, I actually have I I pre-ordered a PlayStation Five and I've got. Did you? All right. Well, good for you. Tuesday, uh, Series X and Series S pre-orders come out. Mm-hmm. 
I am skipping class, or at least skipping the end of class, to go to GameStop um, and trying to get a Series S pre-order in. Okay, interesting. Why, why to, the Series S? Just to uh, kind of get the cheaper one, option? Yeah, I am poor. Um, <laughs> and I definitely can't afford to drop a thousand plus dollars this holiday mm-hmm. season. But $300, I've got an Xbox One S right now. I trade that in. That'll save me 125, 150 bucks. Yep. And yeah, I pick it up. I got the cheaper thing. Uh, I just make it a Game Pass machine and I think that'll be worth it. Sure. And I agree. because honestly, I was going to try and get the Series X and the PS5 because I just wanted the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I will eventually, you know, maybe down, down the line, I'll be able to trade this in for a Series X or something. Sure. But I mean, I've got a Series S right now. It's not an Xbox One X, but I do have a Series. I do have a One S. I mean, um, yeah, I've got a One yeah, S yeah. right now, and I've got a PS4 Pro, and uh, I just never, never use my One S, like ever. So again, I don't have Game Pass or anything, enough. but I just never use it, and so uh, I'm feeling that might be what happens with this new console. So if I'm gonna do that, because I know I'm gonna have to buy both of them anyways, just to save my. You know, save my mind because I'm <laughs> right. crazy. You're going to be missing out. Exactly. Oh, Think of all, I won't be able to play Halo 5 when it comes out in 2027. Uh-huh. Um, Infinite, but, that is. You yes, PS4 Halo Infinite. Of course. Mind wash. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm probably gonna just going to get the cheaper one and I'll probably get like a year of Game Pass or something and just use it as my Game Pass machine. Any, yeah, any third party game or any first party game that comes to Game Pass or any indie game that I want to play out use my series s for that probably good stuff man i think you have a solid system down yeah so we shall see how all that goes i hope i can get a pre-order for the series s if i can't it's not the end of the world though i do kind of want to get it physically because another thing from target the ps5 says it'll be delivered from the 13th to the 18th and the ps5 Mm. drops on the 12th so i don't know if it just says that and it will come on the 12th or i'm I'm actually going to be waiting a week to get my ps5 all right interesting that's enough rambling about that. You can keep you can keep that in. You can cut that. I, I don't really care. <laughs> I was just me rambling. Yeah, no, we'll get we'll get some of that in for sure. All all Nintendo, of course. I am but, also poor, and just we just moved into a new apartment, etc. So I will just be the the little Nintendo fanboy this holiday season. I'll probably get the. I will probably get a Series X, um, sometime twenty twenty one. Just because I, I tend to go Microsoft over Sony, but we'll, we'll see. That's, that is a ways off from reality. So uh, for now, Pikmin 3 is my, my highlight. <laughs> that sounds a bit disappointing to me, but I mean, I love Pikmin. So who, yeah, no, who it'll be good. Talk? All right. Well, I think that's just about going to do it for us. Um, well, and actually, hey, and don't, don't get me wrong, though. I will definitely be playing a lot of, you know, just kind of backlog games switch games uh in the meantime as i'm sure you will so be sure to stay tuned to nintendo gems for for new episodes absolutely yeah uh nintendo might be slowing down their releases but we will not be so stick to nintendo gems i think i think we're shooting for a bi-weekly now with all yeah, of our right. busy lives and stuff so check check out nintendo gems every other week on all your favorite podcast services uh like us on facebook follow us on twitter Email us at nintendgems at gmail.com. That's correct, right? Uh, yeah, man. Nailed it. And yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at jakeywakey, which is spelled like how it sounds. <laughs> I believe it has two Ys at the end, though, so 
I think we have that in the description too. So we, you know, lots of good links to follow down sure. below. And please, hey, give us a shout. Let us know what you're playing, what you want us to talk about. Uh, we, we would love some good listener interaction. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, for, for now, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, I'm Jake. And I am Brayden. And this has been Nintendo Gems. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, guys. Have a good one.